This week in tax, Pillar 1 and Pillar 2 documents are leaked. In the week that the OECD's Pillar 1 and Pillar 2 documents were leaked, the tax world also grappled with more US regulations and a range of tax cuts and expected future rate rises. Alison Christians, a tax law professor at McGill University in Montreal, Canada, published the leaked Pillar 1 and Pillar 2 blueprints on her blog this week. Christian said the draft reports had been circulating between law firms and multinational companies before they made their way to her. The Pillar 1 blueprint attempts to simplify the proposals and includes numerous flowcharts to demonstrate the application of Amount A in the three-tier profit allocation rules. The Pillar 2 blueprint includes detailed definitions of in-scope and excluded entities. The scope in the Pillar 1 blueprint states that revenue thresholds, segmentation and profit allocation will be used to determine which entities will be liable for tax, but it does not specify the thresholds. In addition, Annex A of the blueprint provides a process map illustrating how the new taxing rights under Amount A will apply in practice. The document, however, states that some final decisions on technical and political issues, such as on profitability thresholds, are still pending. As a next step, the document states that further work will be undertaken to finalise the definitions of automated digital services and consumer-facing businesses and excluded sectors, as well as to consider any other issues where further practical guidance is necessary for implementation. The documents will be discussed during the OECD plenary meeting of the Inclusive Framework on October 8th and 9th, and then at the G20 meeting of finance ministers ministers a week later. G20 leaders will also consider the proposals when they meet on November 21st and 22nd. Meanwhile, the United Nations has launched a consultation period on proposed changes to the UN Model Tax Convention. The discussion draft, which was published on September 1st, proposes to include computer software payments in the definition of royalties in paragraph 3 of Article 12 of the UN Model Tax Convention. The consultation period is open until October 2nd. In the US, The Internal Revenue Service issued final regulations on September 1st, providing additional guidance on the base erosion anti-abuse tax that targets large US corporations that make deductible payments to related foreign parties. The final regulations provide guidance under sections 59A, 1502 and 6031 regarding certain aspects of the beat. The IRS said in a press statement that the final regulations provide detailed guidance regarding how to compute certain beat calculations for groups of related parties. The final regulations also contain rules permitting taxpayers to waive deductions for the purposes of the beat and additional guidance regarding partnerships and anti-abuse rules. KPMG said in a tax report that the final regulations provide helpful changes that limit the potential scope of the anti-abuse rule. When the 2019 final regulations were created, many taxpayers raised concerns about the anti-abuse rules creating a cliff-edge effect. The main worry was that any amount of pre-transaction basis step-up could disqualify an entire transaction from qualifying for the specified non-recognition transaction exception, 
even if the basis step up was relatively small. The final regulations, however, resolve this issue. While the US remains focused on the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act and the upcoming federal elections, focus across Europe has been on tax rates. Ireland reduced its standard VAT rate from 23% to 21% on, on September 1st. This VAT cut, which is part of the July job stimulus package, will last for six months until February 2021. However, in Germany, where the government announced a temporary VAT cut a few months ago, the lower rate will not be extended beyond the end of 2020. Finance Minister Olaf Scholz told a German newspaper that the VAT cut was only for a temporary period, because this is how it creates the maximum economic effect. Instead, the German finance minister intends to rely on tax incentives and rate cuts for individuals in 2021 to support taxpayers. In Oman, the VAT law may be implemented after January 2022. Local news reports said a joint committee at the, of the State Council and Shura Council suggested the time frame and have sent a draft law for approval. Meanwhile, in the UK, concerns have been raised of tax rate increases affecting companies and the wealthy that are likely to feature in the next budget statement, which is expected in November or December. Several UK newspapers this week suggested tax rises are inevitable as the government tries to stabilise revenues. These will most likely, likely relate to income tax, national insurance contributions and VAT. However, some economists and commentators say rate increases will not be fruitful without wider reforms. Helen Miller, who is the Deputy Director of the UK Institute of Fiscal Studies, said the best options involve not raising taxes alone, but also reforming them. Miller said it's hard to think of a tax that couldn't be substantially improved. This offers a significant price, she said. Put simply, it is the quality as well as the quantity of any tax rises that determine how economically harmful they are. If there was ever going to be a time to ensure that revenue is raised in the least economically damaging way possible, that time is now. In ITR this week, readers got a detailed breakdown of the views and tax strategies being used by tax directors across the Asia-Pacific region. Following on from the ITR Asia Tax Forum 2020, tax directors said there will be national divisions over group credit ratings versus standalone ratings in regards to the OECD transfer pricing guidance on financial transactions. Countries like Singapore could chart a different path to the OECD guidance on group credit ratings, and this will lead to more problems for businesses in the future. One transfer pricing director said the guidance is definitely useful and welcome, but the issue is that it can cause additional issues and disputes because of how countries interact with the guidance. Many other tax professionals explained how they are dealing with this black spot created by the guidance, but they are hoping for further clarity soon. While taxpayers wait for this further TP guidance, some businesses are investing in their operational transfer pricing systems to preempt difficult questions from tax authorities. The head of transfer pricing at a manufacturing company based in Singapore said that without a strong operational transfer pricing system, 
you can forget your documents and OECD guidelines because OTP is the key function in the tax department. Optimized operational transfer pricing systems may also help tax departments with the high burden of compliance and administration expected from the Pillar 1 proposals on taxing the digitalization of the economy. One vice president of a tax of tax at a large consumer goods company said there is a mountain of work ahead on compliance and administration under Pillar 1. Next week in ITR, we will bring you initial coverage of the Brazil Tax Forum. We will also be releasing articles on the economics and politics of Brazil in 2020, providing detailed coverage of the Pillar 1 and Pillar 2 blueprints and explain how COVID-19 is continuing to raise the profiles of tax functions when it comes to companies making important decisions.